0: Lakita Brooks here. Welcome to another episode of The Single Mom's Brunch Podcast. So last week one of my amazing listeners um tuned in to the podcast that I recorded to just give a shout out to all of the amazing social workers who's also who are also moms that are single and she sent a great DM Amazing reviews, and then she also asked, Hey, Lakita, this is awesome, but now can you talk about how to have multiple streams of income as a social worker? So, I would say to anyone who's tuning into my podcast, just like this amazing listener, if you have a topic that you would like for me to talk about, please send me a PM to at Lakita Brooks, LCSW on Facebook. Yes, I love Facebook. Um, and that is at L-E-Q-U-I-T-A, Brooks, B-R-O-O-K-S, LCSW. I also typically include this information in the actual description for the podcast. So make sure you send it to me. Let me know what you need to know so then you can get from where you're at today to the life you desire to have, to be able to have more impact to be able to have more money, to be able to have more time for self-care, your child, your family, And for you to be able to travel and do other things that you want to do, because guess what, moms? Life is about doing what you want, when you want, how you want, and not feeling pressed about money. Yes, I'm not saying that I'm completely rich and I'm wealthy and I'm a billionaire at this point. No, I'm definitely on the journey. But I'm in an amazing spot where I have all of those things, more money, more time, flexibility, full-time business owner and I went from social assistance to six-figure social worker in my business full-time. So I don't mean six-figure social worker working a JLB. No, I mean like full-time business owner. And I'll first say there are multiple ways that you can generate the income you desire in social work. Now, this is not the path that I've taken, but you can also choose passive income sources. Far as things that's not social work related, you know, t-shirts and pens and paraphernalia, where it's more about drop shipping um, and be able to make money while you're sleeping. That is not something that I've done. Definitely an interest of mine. But at this season of my life, i much rather maximize my degree. Because, you know, sometimes so many of us get all of these degrees and we never even do anything in them. Like, when I got my psychology degree many years ago, I think like between 1999 and 2003, and that's when I actually graduated with my bachelor's in psychology. At that time, I never did anything with a degree. So it kind of, I guess, in a sense, defeated the purpose of even having a degree at that time because the first job I got was because of my mom. She was a nurse and she worked at a home health agency. I couldn't get a job with my bachelor's of psychology because I didn't have any experience, didn't have relationships, didn't do any internships. Like I didn't know nothing back then. I just simply went off to college, okay, and got a degree. I was just disciplined and graduated, but that was it. But I didn't know that it is, it takes strategy to actually get a job after graduating. Hence, when I went back to school in 2008 with my three-year-old and really she was yeah, eight in 2003, I mean, she was three in 2008, but I officially started in 2009 when she was going on four. That's why I'm so passionate when I say passionate, I mean, so passionate about my aspiring yeah I said my because I'm taking ownership social work students are my babies yes yes they are because I I know what it's like to get a degree and not do anything with it not because I don't have the skills not because I didn't want to do anything but simply because I didn't do the things I needed to do while I was in school to ensure I was able to get a job after graduation so that's why I'm so passionate about social workers who are going to school, like in your first... Before you even start school, you need to start mapping out what job you desire to land the day at graduation. Yeah, like literally from the time you were accepted. So because of all of that, I choose to use my social work skills to make money and I can only talk about the ways that I've made money and how I've made money so those passive income things are really great and if that's what you're looking for the t-shirt business the PM business the paraphernalia business you can still send me a message at of uh, the socialworkercoach.com once again that's the social worker coach dot com you can send a message and i probably can you know offer you a referral or something of that nature if you're interested in that type of business so far as with me the way that i've generated six figures as a social worker that's in business full-time is through coaching consulting and contracting. So let's talk about with the coaching because I've done such an amazing job with my my social work career. Like when I say I love social work, (laughs) I love social work. Like this career has been amazing for me because I was intentional, I was strategic, I had a plan and I stuck to it. I believed in my quality of life. Two things making at least 40K when I first graduated from um, the MSW program and having time freedom to be the car rider mom, the homeroom mom, the field trip mom, the dance mom. So I put my quality of life first, hence why now I can do things that I'm more passionate about because I focus on my quality of life first. So now I have quality of life and my passion. So with coaching, I now help social workers, Who desire to start or grow their coaching, consulting, and contracting business because that's what I've mastered. I coach social workers in general just on quality of life. How to have more time, how to have more impact, how to have more money. I coach social workers on that because guess what? That's something I've mastered. So if you're deciding to go into a coaching business, you need to make sure it's something that you've already done. It's not something that was textbook. It's not something that you read about. It's not something you said, oh, I see coaches making a lot of money doing that. So let me go do this. No, no, and no what you do is whatever it is that you know that you know that you know that is what you decide to pursue when it comes to coaching so who is it that you desire to coach what have you done where you know confidently you can teach somebody else doing it not something you are subpar in not something that you feel 50 percent confident in no like a thousand percent confident like when i talk about social work Nobody can't tell me social work better than anybody else because I see what what my life was when I decided in 2008 to make a change, when I filed for bankruptcy, when I went through foreclosure, when I went through car repossessions, all for the sake of downsizing on my bills to go to school full time as a MSW student. And let's not forget, at that time, by then, my daughter was four years old. So nobody can't tell me social work better than anybody else. Because I literally, at that point in my life, I started from scratch. I started from the bottom. When I was young and a kid and all those things, no, I didn't start from the bottom in that particular area of my life because I grew up in a middle-class home. So I can't sit and tell you how to go from poverty to being up and and going up and leveling up. No, I can't talk to you about going from poverty. But what I can tell you is... I made a lot of bad financial decisions because I was trying to live the American dream. All the big bills, the big house, multiple cars. I had 10 different hustles. Like I had land. I had timeshares. Like I just was bawling out, not realizing that when you have big bills, That means you also need to make big money to sustain it. And that's not something that someone teaches you in school. And I had to learn through hard knocks. And for, as far as I'm concerned, I don't want you to have to learn through hard knocks. Learn from my experiences. Let me, let me accelerate your timeline. Let me show you how I've done what I've done in a shorter time frame. Learn from somebody who's already done it, who's already been there. So when I say I have knocked the 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 baseball all the way out of the park and i did a home run a thousand times over i've done a home run a thousand times over because can't nobody nobody tell me about social work better than me that's all i gotta say can't nobody because i know what it's like to go from that bankruptcy starting over borrowing money to get a cash car pack selling all my stuff or giving it away and then moving from my home in jacksonville florida all the way to Tallahassee, Florida, and I lived in student housing. And I literally started from scratch at that that point in my life as an adult just because of my own bad decisions that I can't blame on nobody else. And to go from that social assistance, my child getting a voucher to go to private school, I wanna say it was called Baton Hills in Tallahassee, Florida, Food stamps and all kind, every every social assistance program I could get, I used it to go from that to actually being in business for myself full time, making six figures. Baby, nobody can't tell me social work. Nobody can't tell me about social work more than than me. Period. I'm gonna tell you that 100. So when you decide to coach somebody, you better know that you know that you know. Just like you wake up and you breathe and you and you know that you have breath. Hey, you better. Hey, you better know that you could coach somebody. So that's one way that I make money, and that's one way you can make money. And with and with, I would say this with coaching. You have to be able to also communicate to your ideal client. So I know my story. And guess what? I'm comfortable telling my story. I don't mind telling you the raw and dirty and ugly truth about my bad decisions. And if you're going to be a coach, you're going to have to learn how to be open, be authentic, how to connect with people on a deeper level. That's what you're going to have to do and until you can get to a point where you could tell your story You're not going to be able to coach, but that's something that I can also help you through Basically taking your story and figuring out how to put that into your messaging for your particular Coaching business for your industry and walking you through having the confidence getting comfortable Let's talk through what is it that's holding you back? What's hindering you? So one way like I said I've made money is through coaching number two I've done consulting. I've offered BIPOC groups for a company where simply I have sat on the Zoom with individuals who are BIPOC who needed a safe space to talk about race because different corporations, as you know, started offering more DEI initiatives and wanted to do things to help people of color, you know, black and all the other variety of races within people of color. That's what they desired to do. So I was able to offer a safe space to allow allow BIPOC individuals to simply vent, to simply say what it is that's concerning them, what it is they want to talk about, what are some solutions, and I allowed them a voice. So what I would do is meet with them via Zoom, They would give me their thoughts, their opinions. I would turn around and submit a report, not using anyone names because with my group, it was completely anonymous. I did not know who was on the call because I told them, Hey, change your names to your favorite songs and that's what i would call them so i wouldn't even know who they were so they could feel safe to say what they needed to say and then i would send a report back to the company to let the company know hey these are some of the challenges that people that's within the bipoc community have concerns with not saying that it's a it's a one-stop fix i'm a one-shop a, one, a one-stop shop or a one thing that's going to fix every single thing. But it was something that helps and it gave the people who decided to show up a voice. And I worked with a corporation on that, a multi-million dollar company on doing that. I also did work debrief. So they recognized that a lot of their supervisors within like a call center setting, they were not <laughs> practicing self-care themselves. Because not only when you're a supervisor, you're dealing with your regular life. You're working in a high stress environment And now you also have employees that you have to deal with. So for them, I would offer them a space where we would meet actually one-on-one and talk about different things to help support them with being where they are today to actually bridging the gap to get to get into where they desire. And with a lot of them, it wasn't even about the work itself. They understood their job, but it was more so things in their personal life that they needed to learn how to navigate through. They needed to learn how to ask for help. Help. They needed to learn how to make their personal life as, le- <laughs> as least stressful, if that's even a word. They basically needed to have a carefree, whether you got a husband, whether you have kids, they needed to figure out how to make their personal lives as peaceful as as possible, so then they can have capacity to mental physical emotional capacity to deal with the stressful job that they had. so I did that work debriefs. I also offer multicultural uh, multicultural groups for individuals that they were like, "Okay, now you all have done things for bipoc, but then you also have Caucasians, but then you also have other people that don't necessarily fit in either one of those categories and they view themselves as, I guess, multicultural. So, hey, let's offer a resource. Let's offer a service. Let's offer a group for them. So I've done that too. So that's the consulting that I've done thus far, working with companies on those different things. So that's number two. And then number three is contracting. And I actually have a quarter of a million, a two-year VA grant that was um, written with a partner. So what I did was I was able to identify a grant. And now listen, when it comes to grant funding, I will say every grant is different. Some grants are... For for profits, what for profit businesses? So, you have two different types of businesses the main two. I don't know if it's any other ones, but typically, you have a for profit business and you have a non profit business. So, when you're looking for grants, you have to identify and see, well, what is the requirements? Are they looking for a non profit or for a for profit? So, when it came to this particular grant, when I read the grant, I was like, oh, bet I've already done this job. I've done this job for six and a half years. So, This grant has to be for me right so when you're looking for grants don't just look for grants to look for grants just just trying to pick any and everything no make sure you know that you know that you know it's something that you can actually prove you have experience in doing you have the skills in doing and then also if you have the credentials that's even better but when it comes to getting grants you need to only apply only apply to grants that you can show proof that you have experience in being able to do what you're saying that you're going to do because if you keep applying for grants just to apply for grants then hey you're probably not going to ever get any because you're applying for stuff that's outside of your scope of practice so make sure you know how to do what you're what you could do and also i would say when it came to the grant i might have known about the grant and and I guess you say found the grant, but I actually paid a grant writer $1,500. Yes, you heard what I said. I invested in me. I invested in my business. Did did the grant writer give me a 100% guarantee? No, but guess what? I trusted my skills. I trusted my abilities and I bet it on me as I always do, period. So yes, I invested $1,500 for someone to write this grant for me, believing that I will get the grant. Was it a possibility? I wasn't. And guess what? Those $1,500, I would have just charged to the game. It just would have been what it was going to be. And it wasn't going to be something that I was going to stress out about, be upset about, have ill feelings about. No, because guess what? I was taking a bet on me. And you already know, that's a business expense in itself. So it's something that i can write off on my taxes at the end of the year that's why i did not mind investing in me so i say to you if you're always trying to find somebody for free you're trying to pick somebody brain you just want to google online good luck boo good luck with getting to the next level because most of us when we get to that next level when we start making six feet when we get to Matter of fact, I want to say I started investing in coaches when I was making $52,000. So it wasn't like I was at six figures when I started investing in coaches and investing in support and investing in myself, investing in me getting to the next level, investing in being able to pick the brain yes invest in being able to pick the brain and learn from someone else who's already at where i wanted to be and where i wanted to go so then i wouldn't have to go through the same trial and error as as they did so i say to you listen you have to invest in you period so i actually invested fifteen hundred dollars in applying for that grant with the hopes that I was going to get the grant. And I had to partner with the nonprofit to be able to get it because the VA funding for that particular grant was specifically for a nonprofit. So I partnered with the nonprofit and the nonprofit wrote me into the grant as the sub grantee. And like I said, I had already did that job for six and a half years. So nobody couldn't tell me You know, nobody couldn't tell me anything. Like, hey, I knew that I knew that I knew and I trusted the process I invested in a grant writer. So, oh, and also another way that I've made money contracting is to work with um, a chamber with offering entrepreneurship training to college students so that was based on a relationship that i had with someone and i pitched an idea i submitted a proposal to them directly and they said hey cool we want to help college students with entrepreneurship and you're able to create a and you create a proposal to actually meet that need for what we desire to do in the community so that is another way that i actually got a contract to basically make money in my business. So I've made money through coaching, consulting, and contracting. So I say to you, if you are ready, not if you're thinking about, not if you're interested, not if you're on the fence, if you're ready to get to that next level, if you're ready to start or grow your business, make sure you go to thesocialworkercoach.com. Once again, go to thesocialworkercoach.com. I love you all. You can and you will be able to make multiple streams of income using your social work skills, using the degree that you've already paid for, using all of the life experiences that you have because you're combining your life experience with your education. You're doing both in order to get to that next level. To have more impact, to have more money, to have more time for self care, family travel and anything else you desire to do. So then you can also have the flexibility and the freedom that I have and be able to be your own business owner. Or you might decide you just want to have a side business. Whatever it is you desire to generate extra income using your social work skills. And I'm here and I can help you I am confident in that a thousand percent because I know I know social work better than anybody else because I went from social assistance, getting food stamps, getting child care vouchers, all that good stuff, all the way to being a six figure business owner who's a social worker. All right, y'all, love you. I am Lakita Brooks. Until next time, ciao. Joining me today at the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Yes, make sure you like, share, subscribe, and uh, tell all the other moms that you know about it. And you know what, mom? I can't let you go without giving you a free gift. So make sure you go to www.singlemomsbrunch.com. Once again, that is singlemomsbrunch.com to get your free gift. I am Lakita Brooks. And remember, you are not a single mom. You are a mom that is single.